You're listening to GF1 Studios. Let's go! back and then watched it all three yeah that made it pretty dope yeah. right all right I'll, I'll just introduce it um let me go three two one and Kitties. hello everybody welcome 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 guys um you're probably wondering we're back again we have done two episodes because we did back to back i don't know if we did blazing saddles or not right now but it's out and this will be out sooner or later but I appreciate y'all listening to this, to our voices for Black Film Talk. I'm Matt. I'm joined here by Mist. Hello. Trilla XL. Hello. And Loveless. Hey, what's good, folks? All right. So, guys, we're going to talk about today. We're talking about we're going to do something crazy. Trill came up with this idea. Of, hey, let's do Blade because it's black film talk is a black superhero i was like i'm down and i had to figure this shit out and i figured it out quick fast in a hurry i said trill seeing that you came up with the idea you watch all three films while me miss and loveless watch one film individually and we talk about our film individually and give our favorite lines and our favorite parts and then we'll go from there would you like me then to be the Mm, okay, this is maestro of tonight's events then since you could you could but i mean are you gonna go out of order or you how are you gonna do it no 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 of course like all good things we must start in the beginning yep. in 1999 blade came out so whoever has blade go first yeah. tell us what you liked about it what you didn't like about it and we'll save um the sequel pitch for the late round i got you i got you i got you fam yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched the original Blade that came out because I watched it like once when I was real young, but watching it again was honestly a treat, and it made me want to watch more and just find out more about Blade. Let me be real with you, there's so many like '90s camp, but also like genuinely good moments in that movie that makes it like, you know what? It's low key a classic, high key a classic if I say so myself. Like, it's just from the opening scene where that dude is taking, where the girl is taking a dude to, like, this nightclub and all of that. And then there was that weird shot where it's, like, I think Quinn was, like, kissing on one girl while getting the BJ from the other girl. That was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I That did happen. And they, <laughs> yeah. And they were about to snack up on the dude that they saw Blade. And the way that everyone just shut the hell up, and just started cowering in fear as soon as Blake came. He ain't do nothing yet. And they just, everyone stopped like, oh shit, it's him. And then he proceeded to mow the motherfuckers down. And the thing is, it's like, he's the most, the thing I love about Blade, at least how Wesley Snipes plays him, is that he's like this tough character, but he's also real corny. Like I'm talking like he takes a shotgun with a stake on it and pins one of the vampires on the wall 
And then he like fist bumps, like, yes, I did. Like, what? Because I remember I, I remember choking on my water when I saw that because I couldn't believe that that whole shit with the boomerang and just from there, it was kind of like a nice little roller coaster that kind of enthroned me into this world about learning what vampires are in this world, what the rules are. Uh, they tried to play the whole thing about Blade being, you know, a vampire himself, which is like, I don't know how that you can watch this not knowing that. I feel like that's one of those common knowledge things, but for the most part, it was like everything kind of fit in. I liked the lead. I really liked um, Whistler, who uh, I think it was Chris. Whistler's great. Whistler's amazing. Dude, like, oh, there was something that he said. Oh, there was something that he said when he was talking to um, the lead actress. I forget her name. But it was a pretty black was, lady. Yeah, the pretty black lady. Her name was Karen in the movie, but I forgot who the uh, actress was. Uh, like, Nibusha, right? Is that how you say her name? Nibusha? I think so. It's like, I know it starts with an end. It's something I cannot pronounce without being disrespectful. <sighs> but I never like, could pronounce her name, but it's like Nibusha, I think. It's like some... Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at pronouncing any name that's not American. I'm going to be honest with you. Why she come up to you and be like, "Boo, my name is American." Well, well, I can't, yeah, she is American, but I can't. Um, um, I know it's right. That's her last name, but I can't. Yeah, yes. I think. Well, yeah, I think it's like Nabouche. Nabouche, yeah, yeah. But she plays a Karen, a doctor who um ends up getting infected because Blade left one of the vampires alive by setting them on fire, and then put he got into the hospital. There, and then she was talking to her old dude Curtis who they used to rap with and he's like no this dude dead I don't know man it's pretty weird no he probably dead turns out he's not dead he killed both of them well bit both of them she ends up getting uh, brought into the blade crew she kind of ended up being like this surrogate character for us to you know learn about the world and all that and then also see how blade is how he basically uses her as bait but you know learns to be more not even learn, just we get to know more about him, about why he does what he does, uh, his whole deal and all that. And there's so many great moments with the villains. And there's just a lot of things that I like about this movie is basically the fact that it takes turns that I wasn't quite expecting. Like, I expected the main villain guy. Uh, what was I, I called him Uncle Tom for some reason because he said an Uncle Tom joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because he called he called Blade like an Uncle Tom Deacon. in the middle because he was like <laughs> he was literally like, bro, you hating on your own kind. You an Uncle Tom, bro. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like the whitest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. But like, yeah, Uncle Tom over there, the main villain. I expected him to betray Quinn and like be like, I don't need you anymore. But to my surprise, they stuck around. Granted, Quinn got punked out near the end. Like he literally just one snap dead as soon as the final battle came in. Yeah, oh, I know you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> oh, the vampire guy. He said, "I got two hands, Blade. I don't know which one to kill you with." And he just yeah, exactly. <laughs> he been the whole. He been there the entire movie, just talking shit. That was the best. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was <laughs> the best part. <laughs> he just the fuck up. It was just one move, like literally one moving dead. And I was dead. like, oh, he. 
oh, he's done fucking around. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was done fucking around when he kicked that, stomped that one one vampire and started shout. <laughs> stomped his ass out like, like stop. <laughs> one of my favorite parts is when he and uh Karen are walking up to the club, and the guy's like, "Do you have an invitation?" He looks at her, takes his glasses off, and then proceeds to throw his ass in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> and the way he stomps motherfuckers so hard that they bounce up like fucking like fucking basketballs, bro. Like, oh my goodness. The old, now, with that said, one of the few things, the effects are dated as hell. Some of them Ooh, are good, are. but a lot of them are like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty bad when we watch. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. They are. They are awful. Like it was like it was probably I want to say it was good for the time, but I'm not even sure about that to be honest with you. Yeah. It, like, it, it, was. Was. it, it, it had a matrix feel to it, a, a dated matrix feel to it. Yeah, it's like especially yeah. near the end. Like the ending is when I've noticed, like, oh damn, these effects are awful. Oh yeah, yeah. When he cut him in half, the final battle. Like, when he oh, cut yeah, him he... off, and just that whole blood thing, and uh, when he sacrificed he the the twelve, and they started turning into those gargoyle things. I don't know what they became. Well, well, I mean, he mm-hmm. boy turned around, and we were all saying the same thing as soon as he saw that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just like, the fuck was that? What the fuck? What the hell am I looking at? Fuck. <laughs> but I just, I just but, watch. But I will say it gives us the best line. Of all time in, in film history. <laughs> yep. It gives the best line. I forgot that he said it in this movie. Like, some motherfuckers always, fuck's always trying to ice skate always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> I mean, because I heard that line while I was watching. I had to pause, like, what the fuck you just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Like, what did you, you just say? Hold on, wait a minute. You know you're about to fight. <laughs> it's over for your ass. I was like, that's oh, the ending. He, did the, he basically did the kill shot and then said that. And I'm like, what does this? There ain't no ice in this. What are you talking about, bro? What? Whatever. <laughs> what? Well, I don't care. Just just kill. I don't care. He killed him after he did it. It doesn't matter. Well, his name was Deacon Frost, right? Deacon yeah, Frost. That's the guy. That's yeah, the Frost. idea is that he was trying to ice skate uphill by being the first. Half blood, not only to be in control of all the vampires, but a vampire god, which is something that played throughout all three movies. The idea mm-hmm. that Blade fights the biggest and next threat to all vampires, excuse me, which also happens to be the threat to humankind, too. Like, yeah. I think the most common theme throughout the all three movies are is my enemy my enemy or is my enemy my friend? You know, there's an enemy of my enemy, my friend of my enemy, right? Right. Yeah, it's like it goes back to what you're saying. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. They're ice skate uphill. Yeah, they're always trying to ice skate. Each time. Yep. But this is the first. Literally, in each movie, somebody's trying to like start at one spot and then take some other shit, and they got a slippery road to do that shit. Ah, shit! I'm going in the All right, all right. So, uh, who got uh Blade Two? Ah, yeah. Ah, uh, right, it's ahead. probably my favorite one. Yeah, right, so, talk talk. <laughs> so, so, look, that may be look. the best. Yeah, look, go ahead, I, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I, look, I'm so glad. I, no offense. I'm happy that I. I'm so happy I got Blade Two. I you didn't get it. You took it. 
I, no idea because her did play through. Um, so <laughs> look, I absolutely love Blade 2. This is so awesome. Um, there are some nuances that you can see. I, look, and I'm a fan of Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. You can literally see some of his some of his thing, some of his staples in this film a lot. You can see a lot of things that he would do in future films. You can see the groundwork of what he would become in the future. And it was really, really good. The monster designs. I feel like the upgrade from this film to this film from Blade 1 to Blade 2 is the monster's design. The vampires look more creepier. It, he more he makes more detail of creating a monster. And I like this film for that reason. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It To create those monsters, I think they literally took more budget into the makeup art of the monsters and less into the special effects. And, and, you know... Now I admit this is made a few years better, and there was a lot. See, you no know, stuff got better with stuff. Things got better with the CGI stuff, but I feel like they took the step back from the CGI because basically it was the same shit you saw in the former film, except a little worse. It looks bad, but I don't give a fuck. Half of this stuff in this film, besides that stuff, you ignore it because half of the things in this film is awesome. The fights are awesome. Um. I mean, um, you know, Blade legit, like, my favorite part is literally Blade, literally, I love Blade 1, I love Blade one sword scene at the end, I love that scene, but damn it, when he comes out that blood, and that music comes on, that motherfucker got no sword, and he's, he's bodying all these vampires with just his fist. He's kicking everybody's ass. Like he's just like he just like breaking necks. I'm like, damn, Blade, you didn't even have a blade. He's still kicking ass. He was just sitting there. And then he, then the last one, he just literally just does a um. He he just does a, I don't know. It, I know he does a wrestling move to him, but he flips on the ground like that, breaking the glass. And then you got the best line, and one of the funniest lines in the film, where, um, where Ron Perlman literally just. Like he literally goes up to him because a joke in the past he asked he asked him, "Do you blush?" So what he did was he literally was about to kill him, Blake, with his own blade, and he says, "Well, just like mom, just like my mom, just like my dad told my mom before she killed him, and then he was about to kill him, and he took the blade and t- stopped him, pushed it in the air, and sliced him in the head, and said, "Do you blush?" <laughs> <laughs> Perfect line. Perfect blame one liners, man. <laughs> perfect line. I was like, perfect combat line right there. But this film is literally interesting. It takes everything that Blade One did and it just does even more. It makes Blade because in the first film, you literally know the reason why he hates vampires. But in this film, he has to work with them, and. There's a line in this film that gets me. I, I didn't notice it until I watched it again. He tells Whisker, he tells Whisker, he tells um he had he has Whisker in there and he tells him, um, he asks him, he asks him, they ask him a question. He said, What do you think? Sounds like a plan. What do you really think? They're gonna fuck us the first chance they get. <laughs> like he, he knew what was gonna happen. Like he knew he figured it out. He knew what was gonna happen. He already knew that. 
they're gonna fuck up the first chance that they get. They go get us. <laughs> so I mean that that goes into his planning process. But he also, but in the film, you see him like you see that point where he got his armor up, but towards the end of the film, he started caring about he starts caring about the vampire, the people he's working with because. Look, he's like, look, we don't like each other, but we gotta work with each other. And you start seeing him do that, and he lets his guard down at the end. So this film has that. Um, also, one when I already talked about the bad, I, I still say the CGI is bad. But the one thing I will tell you, the fun, I'll I'll leave it to this: the ending is just so hilarious because in the beginning of the film, he literally there. This is funny. Like I said, I watched this film for the second time, and I just noticed this. He had three encounters with this one vampire, if you didn't notice it. The first time when he literally actually tell him I'll be seeing you. The second time he sees him in the club and his, the man Blade sees him. He runs away and he smiles because he knows it's him. I literally, that's him. And then the third and final time where he's literally in a booth in in um um London literally going for a peak show and then he goes into being there, Blade's in the um actual little person in the mirror and says, Oh, you didn't think I for you didn't think I forgot about you, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love yeah, it. It, there's a lot of the film does does like it does a, a lot. It does it does not it does it ties everything in a nice bow. It literally gives you fun shit. It it keeps you engaged from beginning to the end of the film. It also literally knows how to balance the com- comedy a little bit. It gives you a little comedy, but really gives you some seriousness to it. So I, I love this film. I think this is, I argue this is the best one in the franchise. It is. I think it may be the best sequel we've seen. The I, best I, sequel. I, eh, Dark Knight was pretty good damn good sequel. But, yeah, okay. Um, um, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Shrek yeah, 2 still exists. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Shrek 2 is amazing. Shrek 2 was amazing. Shrek 2 yeah. is fire too. Yeah. Commercial love was better. Um, um, honestly, I can't argue with that. Like, I already watched like about half of it, but from what I did watch, I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Miss, what you got go for up. number three? Yeah, number go three. Up here. Let's go. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go. Remember, you chose this. I know. All right. So think of the I, I like Blade trilogy like. But think of Blade trilogy like this. If Blade one was kind of like it's a roller coaster. Think of it going at that incline. You're anticipating. It's building you up. Blade two is the full roller coaster, your twist turn is just pure adrenaline. Blade three is what happens when the roller coaster just stops and dies. Because, my God, what happened here? Because this this movie almost made me choke. This, this movie almost made me choke on a Sour Patch Kid, no lie. Because it was just so lackluster. Because basically, if you have not seen it, this is basically the plot. They find the original vampire. He goes by Drake, but it's Dracula. And they figure, hey, if we kill him, we kill all vampires. That's basically what it's supposed to be. And I kind of feel like this is supposed to be a send-off to Blade, in a way. Which I guess explains why it kind of just has to kind of like stop moments, stop, 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 stop moments. Um, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And this is the wrong way because it's kind of like, I just didn't care. I did not care about most of these characters. What made it good 
was Ryan Reynolds and Wesley Snipes. And the few seconds that Whistler was the let me rephrase that. The few times Daddy Whistler was there. Because there is another Whistler that shows up. And here's my other gripe with this movie. It was very predictable. It was so predictable, I literally could guess what people were going to say word for word. I knew it. I felt it. And I'm like, please don't sell crap. You said the cliche thing. So it just wasn't a fun movie. It was funny in some parts, but it just wasn't fun like the other two blades were. But there were some scenes that were really good. One of my favorite scenes was... Fuck me? No. Not (laughs) damn. One of my favorite scenes actually had nothing to do with Blade whatsoever. It had to do with, I think her name is Somerville in the movie. The blind lady. The blind lady and her daughter. Uh, Um, I think the character's name is Somerville. um, So there's a blind lady who's working with Blade and the Night Stalkers, which is what their group is called. And Can we do spoilers here? You said what? Can we do spoilers? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So Whistler for like the 15th time dies in this series because I could have sworn he died in one of the earlier movies by uh, shooting himself. Um, It was the first one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he he apparently doesn't die and he's alive in the third movie. Don't know how that happened. Okay, here's the thing about that. I can explain this. We're going to spoilers. Technically, Wessler didn't kill himself. Technically, he missed. Um, that's that was what was playing. He that didn't was... kill himself. He didn't. Okay. Missed. And the vampires took them, and they were moving his body around, and they they were basically using him to get to Blade, and Blade hunted them people down all the way to find Wessler. And and that's the reason in Blade. That's the reason in Blade Two. If you notice, if you watch the beginning of Blade Two, because I I I had to get that when I watched Blade Two, and they explained it. It made sense because it makes sense why they put him in that room in darkness. Oh. And he and he told Wessler, he said, "Old man, I'm gonna tell you something. When it goes down, those blinds are coming out. If or not, you haven't turned. You know." He's just telling them that right now, like. Oh right, that did happen. Like, like he he was trying to make sure he didn't turn because if he turned, he said, "No blinds are no blinds are coming up. If you turned, it's coming. It's they're coming up. Do you like it or not?" And he was telling them that. That's what he was telling. Right. Them. So basically, right, so, basically that's what happened. So, yeah. Whistler's alive in the third movie. All right. Yeah, Whistler, Whistler, <laughs> basically dead. You you're right. He's dead. He, but but he's alive in the third movie for. Reasons, but, so well, but yeah, for, for reasons because the third, but the third, he he does end up dying in the third movie. Oh yeah, he's in the died. movie for like yes, that's why I said for the fifteenth time he oh, died. Fifteenth time he actually did. Yeah, he's fucking dead for real dead. now. Yeah, yeah so he does die, and uh, but he did. Uh, First Chris Officer said he did. <laughs> but um, I think it was Dracula that took over his body uh-huh. or his yeah. image, and and he infiltrates. The Night Stalker's hideout. So 
he ends up killing everybody except for Ram Reynolds. So Dracula can also shape shift. Don't, don't forget yes. that part too. Yes, he can shape shift because okay. he does it mm -hmm. several times in the movie. Uh, right. But yeah, he kills everybody except for the blind lady. He does kidnap Ram Reynolds. Again, for reasons that they are explained in the movie. But uh, the blind lady and her daughter are the only ones left alive and the blind lady clearly consents something's not right. And she clearly figures out that her people are dead because she's blind, but she can smell blood. And that whole scene, because she tells her daughter to hide and don't come out for any reason. That whole scene from beginning to when the daughter ends up getting kidnapped by um, Dracula was so suspenseful. It actually made me feel more like it was kind of like Blade One. There's a certain level of suspense in that whole uh, scene that was not anywhere else in that movie. Everything else was just slapstick Bugs Bunny fun. But that scene from beginning to end actually had me gripping my pillow. Ooh, oh, oh, please. Oh, please. Please don't kill her. Please don't die. Don't don't kill the little girl. Please, please, please. Like that whole scene, I was just on edge. So that's actually one of my favorite scenes. My favorite lies basically came from Ryan Reynolds because he was just hilarious. He clearly knows how to make the most out of a movie no matter how bad the role is he knows how to make the most out of a movie so oh my, my favorite line probably has to do with the fact that uh he fights triple h who is in this movie and triple h's character has this obsession with this vampire pomeranian <laughs> They literally injected vampire blood in a dog <laughs> to make vampire dogs. <laughs> and he's fighting um all right, no, he uh Ryan Reynolds has to escape from this Palmer rating and two Rottweilers. Yeah, Rottweilers. And yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds cannot fight. Let's just put that up. He cannot fight. He can defend himself, but he cannot fight this movie. So he does this one move where he, I think he like flips over something and the dogs literally run off the side of a building and they fall to their death. And what's funny about that scene is he's so cocky that he starts walking backwards and he pulls a Home Alone 2 moment where he falls down a hole after he's like, yeah, I beat those dogs. He, he himself falls down a hole and lands on some concrete <laughs> where uh, Triple H is. And Triple H goes, have you seen my dog? And this cracked me up. Ryan Reynolds looks at him, he's like, have you checked the lobby? For some reason, that cracked me up. <laughs> it was a little funny. Because he was just in that room getting like his ass beat, talking all right, shit. Like that. <laughs> and he says it in that typical Ryan Reynolds way, of, have you checked the lobby? <laughs> But that was probably my favorite line. Like a action version of Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura in this movie. Pretty much, like he really made the movie less painful. Yeah. So However, I, I feel like the biggest difference between the three movies after watching all three of them has to be that the first two could be defined as action horror movies, and the third one would be action comedy. Not saying yes. that the comedy aspect was negative; it was just slightly it was too amped up. It wasn't okay. You can leave everything with Ryan Reynolds in this movie, and 
honestly, you it has too many villains. It has too many main stars on the villain role to try right. to balance the night stalkers. But we could we saw in the second movie how you could do that perfectly. How you could have three people from Blade's team with six or seven people from the Vampire Squad, and as long as the majority of them die in the first four scenes that they're in, the pacing in the movie is fine. But at the end fight, you have each person having their own vampire supervillain to fight. And then Drake, or sorry, Drake, what's Dracula. his name? Dracula. Dracula. Dracula just just being a... Yeah. Just, it just it just didn't help. The, like, like, Deacon Frost, great villain. Um, the, 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 the guy who turned out to be the son of the main Dracula, the, the main um, vampire guy from the second movie... And Blade kind of had a crush on his daughter. So it was like son, daughter, and like dad. And the virus infected the son type of thing. Great dynamic, great story, great villain. Third movie, you don't have that. So what, I think without that, that's why we all feel, from what I listened, that's why I you think You know what it reminds me of? The third one fell It apart. reminds me, it has the same vibe as Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that, that's perfect way to put it. Yeah. So if that's your thing, this is your movie. If that's not your thing, and it typically is not <laughs> most people's thing, don't be surprised. But so for all of the so-called like good that I could talk about in this movie, there is a there is a character that disappointed me so badly that I almost choked on a sour patch kid because of it. <laughs> Parker Posey as Danica. I don't know who has dirt on you, but girl, you did not need to be in this movie because you were not there. You were checked out from scene one. Because oh, that is the girl from Hunger Games, isn't it? Yeah, she she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's the girl with the no with the with the with the hair and the lipstick and the and the wigs. Not 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 Jennifer Lawrence. The girl that's like, you know, ready eyes be forever in your favorite. That's her. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not her. Yeah, it is. is no, 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 it's not. That's, um, are you sure? I'm positive. If you're talking about the woman that's doing that's, um, not fact check me. Fact check that. I know. I'm a fact check you. I know that's not her. Fact check me. <laughs> um, well, can't call unless you start. Way. Parker Posey as Danica. Just know the character is named Danica in this movie. Oh my god, she was terrible. That's Elizabeth I... Banks. Oof, you got me. Right. Oh, you beer? Yeah, because I had to look up Wet Hot American Summer because I remember that was where she was. I remember that. That's that's Red Hot American Summer. I know that's Elizabeth Banks. You got me, damn. Do they look alike? Or am I, how, how off am I? No, am I they bugging? don't look alike. No, they don't. You're off. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at now. pictures now. I'm bugging. I, I, yeah, no. I was with you, and then I looked at pictures. I'm like, I'm bugging. I must think I'll wipe Like, wait, wait, wait. She <laughs> okay. In the Hunger Games, okay, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. The Hunger Games is Jennifer Lawrence. Elizabeth Banks looks more like Jennifer Lawrence than Parker Posey. <laughs> yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Yeah, yeah, you That's were me. definitely We both were tripping now. You were tripping hard. Tripping balls. But Parker Posey has been in a whole lot of stuff. Like, she is very good in a lot of stuff. This is not one. This is one she needs to write on her resume in pencil if she needs to erase it because she just seemed, for lack of a better term, and excuse the pun, 
dead inside. Damn. Who was the director for the third movie? It wasn't Guillermo. I think it was David S. Goyer. Let me go check. Yeah, it, it was a totally different person that you can tell. Well, Goyer wrote the first two. Uh, yeah, and David he wrote, Goyer. Um, Hellboy. They said David Goyer directed this. Yeah, that may be the reason why. Was, I think, David Goyer was the writer for the. I want to say he was the writer for the first three. Yeah, he was the writer for the first yeah, two, but directed the first two, and then he written and directed this one. Uh, yeah. Step too far, David. Step too far. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but it, it, it wasn't seen... just. It, it was also. I'm sorry. It was also that the, the fights were different. Like in the first two movies, all the fights besides. So I I heard what you guys were saying about the CGI, but to be fair, in Blade One, it was just the infight. You didn't see any CGI, um, and then that big fat um, zombie thing—that was all like practical makeup. So, okay. And Blade what, Two, I give it to you. Um, when they were fighting in the lights with the ninja suits, if you just take out the part that's CGI, that's really a good fight. Um, what, when what, he's fighting the guy in the cathedral. Who has like the bottom lip, the uh, the main protagonist, the main villain, whatever? He only uses CGI once he picks up the like the concrete rebar to fight against Blade, and that's when he's running around the walls and they're kicking each other. And that's the same way for the end. Well, but for well, this movie, for the third movie, everything was bad. The 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 the, the, the fights were choreographed badly. The um. Not, not not choreographed badly. Well, Wesley, how they fight Wesley was, bad, was how good was like, for what he did. Like yeah, he didn't really miss it. It was just it was it was like cut weird, right? There was too many cuts. It was like watching yes. like a Christopher Nolan well, Batman movie. I, I wanna I wanna say I want well, speaking of Nolan Batman, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this. Yes, who written about all those films? Help or or better yet, David. Who, David, yeah, that's he written the first. He written he written Batman Begins. He helped he helped um write um he helped wrote um the other two too with Nolan. Hmm. I mean, I we all know if okay, pause real quick on this. If Heath Ledger didn't pass, unfortunately, the third Batman movie would have had a whole different I, that's, structure and concept. See, and that's the it. reason why I think. Dark Knight is but, not as good as as y'all guys are saying it is because if he what yeah I said it that's the reason Heath Ledger's Joker was so you 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 Peter Griffin in in the it's the Godfather scene yeah it's the Godfather scene funny no 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 okay 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 so so there's a difference between there's a big difference between what y'all y'all I, I get tired of y'all saying that this is the best comic book movie ever and people literally say I literally will argue that Blade 2 is better than Dark Knight because of the way it's written but the reason why mm. Dark Knight is good you take Heath Ledger out of that film you get Batman you get the third Batman Dark Knight Rises which is what you said was the problem with it so that's my argument <laughs> No, no. Okay, we we can debate this another time, not on Blade Show. But I, I do hear you. I I do understand why you would say that the second ba- uh, Blade is better than the second Batman. Right, right, right. Because we we right. both the both dark the both at night the both vigilantes. Um, I'll be I'll be right back. I, I but no. okay. But I would I I guess my only real pushback on that whole concept would be that um 
Yeah, the 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 Dark Knight movie had a realism to it that although the Blade movie took us into the world, you believe that Batman shot those mines on that building, dove in that motherfucker, knocked 17 people the fuck out, grabbed him and got pulled off by a damn CIA plane in under two minutes and 30 seconds. Because in real time in the movie, it happened in under two minutes and 30 seconds. It's like that attention to detail just at every part. Like when we first get introduced to the Joker, how he does it, the games he plays. I don't know. Like I gotta. I, it's I, like, it's I, been I, so I long say, since I've seen a Dark Knight. So it's like, I, the, I know I don't have a the leg. Villain, the, the villain is the difference. Like Blade as the protagonist. And the fact that he has to work with the vampires is a more compelling MacGuffin through the story. Like, yes. like, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the virus is the MacGuffin. So essentially, the brother is just a MacGuffin for the story. The main villain is the MacGuffin. But in in Dark Knight, chaos is the MacGuffin. The Joker has plans everywhere. His his true plan is just to turn Gotham like. He stop. Truthfully, the Joker stops the mob. If we're being for real about it, right? The Joker breaks down the DEA. The Joker murders a a, a judge, kills two cops, and and, <laughs> and like seven other people all at the same time. So it's like eleven people that the Joker killed just to try to get Batman to take off his mask. Just to tell Batman that he doesn't want him to take off his mask because if he does, he'll be bored again. God damn. Like, what was the point of him having a potato peeler in his pocket when he got locked up? You see what I'm saying? Like, the shit he was on was different. You gotta watch that movie. It was different. <laughs> I, got, every I gotta time watch it again. It's been so long. Every time he told the story about how he got the scars, it was different. Like, like okay, this is just but why... Ray was actually this, more consistent. Like, they were actually more consistent. Even with the third movie, they were more consistent in their storytelling except for Whistler. Male whistler. Yeah, it's like that's one thing I will say. I do like as far as like what I've watched, I really like the character of Blake. Like as far as how he develops, well, I say develop, but how consistent he is between the three movies. It's like even with the first movie, I get what he's about. Like he just he wants to kill vampires. So when the second movie comes in and he's like, I gotta work with these fuckers, I got I want to kill in order to, you know, for the greater good. It comes off a bit more compelling, especially in the first mm -hmm. one, where I believe his hatred would be on an all-time high when he finds out his mom didn't die. Instead, she was just a vampire hanging with the dude that turned her to a vampire and who he thought killed her. And she's like, nah, gang, I just been drinking people's blood and hunting. I actually love that shit, bro. I'm out here. What's say? <laughs> what's, what's always got me about these movies is like when I when I saw the second movie and they revealed his mom, I was like, why she look younger than Wesley Snipes? Way younger than Wesley Snipes. It was like, it was I was like hey, auntie. He had, her, he had him against the Man. wall and she just did that weird shit where she put her nose on his lip. It was like, what is going on? Y'all about to kiss? Like, what's going on? Like, that's your mom. Like, hey, She's pretty this? though. She's very, she was beautiful, dude. I think it's uh, first of all. I think you guys need to be more accepting of vampire culture, okay? 
I am right. very accepting of it. That doesn't mean that he got to bang his mama. <laughs> well, hold on now. Let, let's let's stick with wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Let's not, let's not tell that man what not do. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I mean, technically, he saved the world from a vampire wait, apocalypse three times. So I'm just saying. Gonna, we going to ignore his like first girl in the first movie? We, we just going to act like she never happened? Yeah, but he didn't really get with her in the first movie. I, I will say that. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that did kind of throw me off that they didn't go there. Really. Which... I was, I was. That was one of those things. Where I was like, I'm pleasantly surprised. Like they didn't, yeah. They didn't push that. They didn't make it to where Frost would betray Quinn. Because I really, I thought the writer was on the wall. Like he was just gonna betray him and then kill him in order to get ultimate power. But he didn't. Like that really. Like he was loyal to them to the end. The only person he killed was the one person who, yeah, he fucked up like a lot. He gotta deserve it. And see, well, that I'm was bad. the difference what, what did I the miss? first. That's the difference between the first two movies and the third one. The first two, I think, had a lot more twists and turns, and they didn't go into certain tropes. The third one, I'm not joking when I said I could guess exactly what was going to happen. Right. So, so what? What I missed? Uh, um, that Blade is better than Batman. Yep. Uh, no, huh? What? 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 <laughs> Blade is better than Batman. That's, <laughs> that's what's serious. Batman? What's Batman? It yes. don't matter. It don't matter. Blade is better than Batman. Spawn is better than Batman. Steel is better than Batman. We are rising Whoa. with the black superheroes on this show. Come on, man. Okay, I'll, on, give, brother, I'll give it to Spawn. Get down and put down. You know what I'm I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Spawn. The Steel? No, no, <laughs> no not static. Steel. No, you, no. You could have oh, said Oh, yeah, there Miles. is static. Yeah, there's you static. Said static. Miles, you could have said Miles Morales. You could have said Icon. Hey, I'm trying to give Shaquille O'Neal some love, too. Shaquille O'Neal. Really? As, as, I, as, I didn't want to go against you because you was on the road, but I didn't look at your side. You was on the road. We're on the road. Steel is not good. Steel is terrible. But speaking of Steel, R.I.P. to Shaft, if you guys didn't know about that one. Yeah. I did. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, right. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. He was 80. He passed like, what, three days ago or something like that? Oh my god. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like three, four days ago. No. 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 Damn it. Fucking shit. Oh damn. Damn, really? Yeah. Like I said, some motherfuckers always trying to upskate uphill or whatever. Okay, all right, so... But uh, so. I wasn't done yet, though. Because I was going to say the worst... In any scene or dialogue came from Danica. Like, I oh, I did me. not understand her purpose. She served no purpose other than to play off Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds kicked her behind way better in terms of line delivery than Parker Posey. She did not know how to throw it back. It was one-sided... Even Jessica Beale, like, look, I have no personal gripe with Jessica Beale. She just never did anything for me. Like, never. So, her line delivery is exactly what I expect because she tends to deliver her lines kind of the same way. But Parker Posey, it was like, does somebody have a gun to your head? What What's going on here? Why are you acting like you're in a Shyamalan movie? 
I'm gonna be honest. Um, Jessica Bill um is famous for just marrying Justin Timberlake. I said it. Wait, say that again. I I just said Jennifer Bill is literally famous for dating Justin Timberlake. Well, marrying Justin Timberlake. Well, I would say that's probably seventy percent. The other thirty percent is because she's on Seventh Heaven. That was a popular that is show. true. That is true. Yeah, I forgot about Seventh Heaven. Because remember, Seventh Heaven led to her being on Maxim, and that really boosted her. Oh, who? Maxim the uh, the men's magazine. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Now that boosted her. That didn't keep her sustained, but that did boost her popularity. Yeah, and she was on a Christian show. And, and getting uh, booty naked on a magazine. On the magazine. And Justin Timberlake said, yeah, I want to hit that. And did. And did, yeah. Along with a lot of other people, apparently. Maximum is just a bikini magazine, trust me. It really is. Like, it, it really is. is. It is. It, it's nothing pornographic. It's just them no, wearing bikinis. No. But but the make the be fair they are still together so it wasn't like a one and done type of deal with those. It two. almost was because they were not engaged that whole time because he they weren't they they, they, they they did break up for so, a bit. So I mean I can't get mad I can't talk shit about them they're still married you know it wasn't like yeah married two kids and I hope she sticks with him with the allegations that are on him now. Ooh what he do uh, allegedly. Let's just say keywords, Britney Spears. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yo, just yo, look, yo, just up, look that up. up. <laughs> what's popping, y'all? That's a dope watch. It's mad fresh. Face <laughs> ass boy. Well, that was funny. I, that was funny when um the Migos literally just, they were doing the Bristol Club and they literally got, um, Soldier Boy was talking shit to him, and then he said, "What you feel about Soldier Boy? Fuck that man!" <laughs> the drill, the allegations on Justin Timberlake now are so bad that he basically turned off all comments on social media because people wow. are on the prowl. Britney, Britney destroyed his world. Like what? I think she did it last week. She has destroyed his world. Hmm. Well, it wasn't something like to the effect of him um, for the YouTube audience faking the funk, if you know what I'm saying. Like he was um, saying one thing and doing something else. Not really being true to himself it, around people that look different. It wasn't that. It was something directly related to her that she oh, said oh. that happened. Well, I mean, he should. Well, oh. this is thing. This is thing. Does it rhyme with the fruit? Like, Banana or grape? No, it is. <laughs> Mac, you're gonna edit this, right? <laughs> I, I'll um. Well, I'm, a, I'm about to say a potentially triggering word. No, no, no. Let's let's. No, 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 no. Yeah, let's like, around it. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to edit fun. around it because I might forget it. So let's just discuss okay. it. After. All right, fine, 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 fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because if I we do it right now, water. what did I? What did I come back to? Oh, wait a minute. No, nah, no, nah, I understand. Well, I say discuss it after the show because if we discuss right Probably. now, I may forget it and then oh shit, you know, I don't want to do that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably safer to do it that way. That way, I won't forget. It right. had to be especially bad then. That, back <laughs> on topic. That that's basically Blade Three. It just. It's up. If you watch, if you watch the movie, think it's gonna be good, or like the other two, don't. Coochie watch can. it. 
watch it for the train wreck that it is, and you'll be able to get through it. Actually, you want to know? I, I'll give you a reason. Watch it. Watch it because of what Patton Oswalt said. Because Patton, Pat, Oswalt, Patton Oswalt was awesome. Good. Yeah, he was awesome, and he's, he's his stories are so fucking hilarious. <laughs> that, that's another one I did like. Where the, he was, they were like, "Have you ever gotten late?" Woman. He's like, "Yes, a lot by women." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew he was lying. He threw that back at Ryan Riddles. That made me laugh. But well, here's my funny thing. Here's the funny thing. There was a story about Patton Oswalt and Blade Three, and he legit said, "He said they told him, what do you feel about Wesley Snipes on Blade Three? Blade Three was so fun." He said, "Cause Wesley Snipes was in character the whole fucking time. <laughs> the whole time. I remember hearing about that. It's like they could, they didn't have, they couldn't refer to him as Wesley. They had he to refer to him as Blade. Like, it, I mean, this is no lie." He had on the twitch coat and everything. We all through set. <laughs> the dice did not give no fuck. He was ready to get this show over with. They said he was pissed. He wanted his money. <laughs> well, that definitely showed. Oh god, that's hilarious. Like he he was an asshole. Like he wasn't saying he was like. I don't think what's the nice an asshole. I'm just saying. That's what he was doing. He was. He really didn't want to be there. Yeah, he did not <laughs> want to be there. Right. Okay, uh, Lovely, did you actually watch the third movie? Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I did. I watched some of it. I won't okay. pretend I watched all you, of it. To be you fair. can't say that you can, didn't get a vibe that nobody really wanted to be there other than Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds wanted to. Well, Ryan Reynolds going to give you an A game, neither is shit or not. I mean, but everybody the, else oh, is yeah. like, y'all That's don't want to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, just... I mean, if you want my honest opinion, watch X Men Origins Wolverine. He was still funny in that film. He was. He was did everything. He, he admits that that film was shit. Like, that Green Lantern, was terrible. It was terrible. And Green Lantern, he admits it was shit. But if you watch that film, he was the best part of that damn film. He admits it. Like that's the one thing about Ryan Reynolds, and I'll say this: he gives us his hundred. He'll give it one hundred and ten percent if the film shit or not, and then after the film, he'll say, "Oh, that film sucked." <laughs> he'll probably <laughs> but, tell but you. Here's, like, here's what I think he does. He's like, "That film sucked, but you can't say it was me." It was me. It was not. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, "You can't." It ain't my fault. The movie's ass. Like, like y'all can't tell me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like he was like, it's not my fault. You know, I was in the bodyguards, um, the Hitman's bodyguard, and everybody hated that film. But yeah, but, I was the one who came to class on time, had my homework done, had the special credit. Yeah. Done. I was like, you want to try to make my paycheck over when good? You want to try to play that character good? Be my guest. Do it. I double dare you, dude. I want I since that said all I wanted was Zaxby's chicken, and I got it every day, and I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> Now you can find me on Mint Mobile. <laughs> I will say one of my, I think one of the favorite scenes that I've seen from Blade Three is like when he reacts to uh, the death, when he screams and then does a squat. <laughs> it just oh moves yeah, up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, squats. Ah, just why? <laughs> I get the scream. Why the squat? <laughs> Holy shit! This that but film... seriously, Ryan Reynolds really stole that show. And Blade, er, Wesley, he was still good. He was still great. No, no, no. I ain't blaming Wesley Snipes. Wesley, I'm just telling you the truth. Wesley, nobody wanted to be there, but Wesley Snipes like, 
I got paid. He really didn't want to be there. He really didn't want to be there. But the he, only person that was worse than him in that regard was Parker Posey because she was just staring dead into the camera like, y'all bet you got me for one day. Hey. Get that goddamn camera. I'm saying all these lines in the same voice. Drew has a point because I noticed that no matter what the inflection was, it was always the same. Same, yeah. Like even when she's supposed to be mad, she always talks like. Well, this. well I, like I said, I tell you, I, I I really believe if I were to interview Parker Posey, I probably she probably will tell you. They probably told her. They probably she probably this is probably what happened. She watched Blade Two. She saw how amazing Blade Two was, and she asked. So she probably they probably asked her, "Can you do Blade 3? Because they were probably in early productions with it, and she said, "Yes, I'll do it because Blade Two was." Awesome. So here's what happened. They probably asked Garamo if he could do it again. And Garamo said, No, I want to do Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably that I, I, I don't know. I don't know when Pan's Labyrinth came out, but he probably said, I want to do my own thing with Pan's Labyrinth, which would make sense because Pan's Labyrinth was coming out. Or Hellboy. I don't know. There was probably another film that he wanted to do besides Blade Blade Three. And right. he probably, he, I pro, I'll tell you, I put it like this. I don't think Guillermo said no. I think Guillermo said I got other engagements because at the time Guillermo was an unknown. He wasn't before he did Blade Two. He wasn't that big of a director. You know what I'm saying? No, he but great. he was still doing a lot of stuff. He still was doing a lot of stuff, but he wasn't like a like he wasn't a mainstream director. You know what I'm saying? Like the big mainstream director. Blade Two. Gave him that inter- that gave him relevance. Like he can point to that work. And like here's Blade Two, here's Blade Two, and that's how he probably got Hellboy, Hellboy Two, Pan's Labyrinth. All his stuff was because of Blade Two, and he was getting big and he was getting offers. And I think, I think what happened, and I believe, don't don't say say I'm wrong or not. I think what happened was he saw it. He saw he they offered him to do Blade Three, and he said. All right, I got so much on my plate. Can you wait a little bit until I can schedule it in? And they probably waited. They got Parker Posey. They got all these people. They promised them that Guillermo's going to direct it. And then at the end, of, they signed. Like the thing about the thing about um, thing about doing stuff for doing films. Once you sign that contract, you stuck. You stuck no matter what. So it doesn't matter what the fuck happens with the director. You got to do that film or else. So unless they let you out of that, contract. they'll let you out of the contract, which I don't think Parker Post would probably sign a good deal, and she had to because it's her well knownness. She probably signed a good deal, and she didn't think she probably thought. Well, they probably gave her. She probably if she knew Guillermo was going to direct, wasn't going to direct it. She would have like I'm out. But I think also they also promised her. Look, this is David S. Goyer. He wrote all three of these films. Let's see what he can do, and he sucked. So that's what happened. I think I think I think the company rushed and they did the incorrect thing because they did what we all thought. Hey, he knows the film series. He he wrote this shit. Maybe he can direct it and let him write it. You know, that's what happened. I think that's what happened. Yes, the process. Again, it was very predictable. Like, yeah. When Jessica Beale, even though you don't really see her initially, but uh, when she comes on the screen, 
the first words out of my mouth was, she's going to be uh, Whistler's daughter. Yeah. Like, oh, it yeah, was totally. just it was just so obvious what was going to happen. Okay, and I was like, so I wait, hope wait. they don't do that. What do you guys think for Blade 4? How would you guys collectively pitch Blade 4? What would y'all think? Really? Okay, so collectively? So I'm. I got a funny. I mean, like, well, each of y'all got private ideas, you know. Oh, I thought you meant. Can I go with my first? First, first. Let me get my comedic. Can I get my comedic version out? Yeah, Matt, go ahead. I got a comedic version. All right, Medea's up. Medea. No, no, I got a comedic. I got two versions: comedic version and a real version. All right, my comedic version is okay. So, um, so at the beginning of my film. It will be at the beginning of the film. It will be at this time. We're gonna have, we're gonna go into this blade verse. Okay, yes, I said it. The blade verse. We're gonna have blade played by played by Wesley Snipes. Blade played by Sticky Fingers. Blade. Oh, good God. <laughs> good Lord. I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Blade played by um we're gonna have the new blade played by um Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. We're gonna have the new blade played by Mahershala Ali. So we're gonna have this blade playing all these, and we're gonna have a blade first because obviously it works. It works with Disney because Disney is working with the multiverse. So why not we have multiple blades? Have multiple blades in the timeverse, and um, you know. You know, um, he said, uh, you know, you get up there and, you know, what's the science will come up in there and say, like, he said, who are you? He said, motherfucker, do you know who I am? I'm Blade, motherfucker. No, I'm Blade. He said, why are you? He said, no, you're not Blade. You bald, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. And then um, Marshall Lee's going to sit in there and say, look, 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 look. And he's gonna, like, and then, look, 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 all y'all shut up. And then Deadpool shows up. Deadpool shut up. He said, all y'all need to shut up. All you need, guys need to shut the fuck up. All three of them say, shut up, Hannibal. Ah, oh, fuck. I told you I'm not. I'm, I'm Ryan Reynolds, fuck. <laughs> I'm Ryan Reynolds, you dumb fucks. Damn. We're not supposed to cuss because this is Disney, okay? And then he literally, all of them point down to the screen and look at his rated R film and said, this is rated R, motherfucker. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you. We say fuck all. We're going to beat He said, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, asshole. We're going to beat, we're going to beat both of Wall Street how many fucks we get in the film. <laughs> this is a film where all three of them must come together. There, There's comedy shenanigans, but it gets serious because, um, we're gonna go with um we're gonna get we're gonna get all these people has to deal with. Um we got I'm gonna try, I'm hoping Disney can do we're gonna get we're gonna get different versions of Dracula. We're gonna get the um we're gonna try to get we're we're gonna try to get semblance of rights from different versions of Dracula, like the Hammer Dracula, the Bella Lugosi Rat Dracula. We're gonna get all these Draculas together and they're gonna be different Draculas and Blade must kill. All these Draculas to set the um, universe back in the water. So here we go. That's my movie. That's my funny version. Hey, where does Medea come in? Oh yeah, Medea comes in at the end and say, "Hell, how old are you, motherfuckers? I'm how old are you? I'm a, I'm a, um no. Here we go. Here we go. She's you the blood guy. Got it. No, Medea is um is um it's not going to be Medea. She's going to be Helsing. Um. <laughs> 
she's gonna be healthy. Um, Medea Hill. Um, it's gonna be not Medea. My hello, hallelujah. I'm Medea Helsing. That's Helsing because it's gonna be hell in here. You gotta go mess with me. You know stuff like that. I just got this image of uh, Medea beat like literally beating him in a car. Just get around with the purse. Yes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, you had God. me in the first half until you said Medea. I was all with you. <laughs> <laughs> then I knew what? you had lost your mind. You ain't trying to see Medea beat up the Herschel Ali, bro? I'm going to pass on that movie. No, no, that's the funny <laughs> But one. I do that's think it would be funny. That was the I, comedy I version. Funny, that was the comedy version. Yeah. I had a serious version. You want me to hear the serious? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, the serious version will be um um so Blade Four um uh, will be old Blade. Blade is older. Um, he has um he's way older. He's about Whistler's Whistler's age, and he's literally having um deal, having to deal with. There's an alternate ending in um <clears throat> Blade where like they they didn't get they didn't kill they didn't um where they lost and Frost is literally you know has thousand years of darkness on the air on the world so i want to do sort of like a 50 days of night type of situation where um it's the apocalypse and the vampires found a way to block out the sun and now it's darkness it's not darkness darkness but the sun is out like they literally block the sun with a cloud and they're able to from around the world and literally it's like territories it's a little war between humans and humans and vampires and there is nowhere safe to be so literally in this in this film when it gets dark it gets like dark and they legit cannot there's no way that there 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 no territory they can do the only way that these people can live is that the blade literally gives them you know they literally live in territories where they got uv lights where they have lights everywhere so the vampires cannot come in that area and it's literally just I, I really want to do sort of like a like a hellscape of uh, of blade. Um <clears throat> um what I will I, I already have a direct I want um so um um I, I as a director um as for my director who I want to direct direct this film, I want George Miller to direct this. Um I want Jordan Miller to direct this film for some odd reason. I, I I just feel like he knows how to do a apocalyptic apocalyptic future. I think he could do this. It'd be interesting because um, he he he's shown that he can do apocalyptic futures in um, not only Fury Road but Mad Max in the original series which he created. Um, I would love this. So there we go. And where does the Medea come in that one? Medea's not in this film. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, damn. No, yeah, the, no. So it's the worst movie. not Medea. If it doesn't have Medea, it's not a thing. Really? <laughs> no, I'm right. playing. That's, that actually sounds pretty That's good. the raw. I seriously thought about I, let me be honest I thought about that like right now I just thought of that right now I wasn't planning that that's what I Jesus thought that's God. what I want in a Blade film I want apocalyptic future between vampires and humans you know something sort of like that I think if they could do because I think 
We need to give Wait, Day of the Dead. Was it Dawn of the Dead? George not not like it? sort of like yeah no uh, Land of the With Dead. With the big truck, right? Land of the that, Dead. That's Land of the Dead. I wanted sort of like yeah. Land of the Dead. That's what I wanted, like Land of the Dead. They're literally doing that, and Blade is Blade in this film. Blade get to see, you know, the worst of both sides. Like he sees what humankind can be like, and he can see how like vampires are. You know, vampires are bad, but. He can see how bad they are compared to the humans, because the humans are just worse in a way. And he can see... Yeah, it literally puts him in that middle ground, like, I see the worst in human crime, but I also dealt with vampires. So, he's in the middle, and it works. And plus, it gives a send-off to Wesley Snipes as Blade. That's that's the reason I want to do this, because I want to give Wesley Snipes a send-off. I like old man Blade. What you got, Miss? So yeah, I have a whole uh, intro. Ooh. So. Motherfuckers always drive drive skate appeal. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read it first, and then I'll explain why I added certain elements to it. Okay, All so right. this one is called. Yeah, I'm kind of still finagling the title. It could be called Blade 4 Night Stalker's Retrograde or Blade Night Stalker's Retrograde, whatever. But obviously it's going to be the fourth one. So, taking place a few years after the events of Blade 3, King and Abby Whistler, which is female Whistler in the third movie, return to clean up their hideout. However, as they're cleaning and thinking their mission has been completed, it's shown on the news that they're that there continues to be vampire attacks, confusing King and Whistler. They go out and fight the threat. Blade suddenly returns, and the trio continue eradicating remaining vampires, attacking humans while trying to figure out how there's more vampires. Blade suddenly hears a voice in his head, compelling him to suddenly disappear and attempts to attack a human. Uh, The remnants of Blade's powers have weakened, causing his bloodlust to become more unstable. Suddenly, from the shadows, a voice says, ah, there's the crazy vampire killer, or maybe former is better, but still just as crazy, I see. Blade, still having enough human willpower to be somewhat reasoned with, turns to see a flaming skull appear. You fucking motherfucker! (laughs) King and Whistler arrive and go towards Blade to inject him with Serum. I forget what it's called in the Blade universe, but that serum where he doesn't turn into a vampire, whatever that serum is called. Hey guys, there's some weird Mortal Kombat Scorpion dude here, King says. Who in the hell are you? Blade snaps. Funny you should mention that, the figure says, slowly stepping into more visible moonlight. If it were up to me, I'd have taken what remains of your soul right now, but we have been... I know that got what I'm saying. <laughs> but, no, we I know exactly but we have been aside to help. We? From the darkness behind the flaming skull appears a set of glowing red eyes, comma, and a man coming out of a portal. Yes, we, the man from the portal says. A new race of vampires has returned, and the problem starts with you. See. So let so, me get this right. Oh, shit. Ghostwriter and Morbius. <laughs> There's, a third, There's a third one. There's a third one. I said a man from a portal. Oh man, I forgot to. Pay. You said a who? You got the first two. 
Ghost Rider, and Morbius. But there's a third person. Are you really trying to bring Doctor Strange in this? Is yes. it Spawn? No, Doctor no. Strange. No, it's Spawn. No, it's Doctor Strange. No, Spawn is not Marvel. Oh, it's Doctor Strange? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, I think Spawn a... should still be in there, but yeah, I get into Marvel. No, Spawn there's a, there's a reason why. There's a reason why, it, including that, yeah, Spawn is not Marvel. But yeah. the reason why is because yeah. that is the Night Stalker group. It actually is Blade, Morbius, Ghost Rider, and um, Doctor Strange. Fuck! I really wish I, had, I I really wish I had more time. I would have fused them in my film. Damn. Yeah, I would. It I was when yeah, I was watching I... when I was watching Blade oh, Three. Sick. I had this like kind of subconscious thought because I'm like, did Blade and Ghost Rider do something together? And then that's when I'm like, okay, I need to do Google research because this is bothering me. And yeah, they actually were part of. It's kind of like the dark of the the Night Avengers kind of thing, right? Right. Which I mean, even yeah. Darkstalkers work with the Avengers, so it, it all taught it all. Everything ties, and this is how you bring Blade more so into the MCU. Right. Right. Okay, I like that idea. I like it. I actually fucking love it. That's sick. Damn it. Well, miss one. Yeah, I was like, you you expect me to follow that up? God, uh, well, yeah, you yeah. I I literally did apocalypse, and then Miss literally said, "I said top me, Miss," and she did. And now you got to top both. She of said, us. "Hold my beer." Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, top apocalypse. Um, well, if yeah. she's hold my beer, mine's giving my beer back. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is hold my water with the ice cubes in it. Not <laughs> back, but I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> When she said, Blake, she said a skull come out with a point. I said, ah, fuck. I lost. Ah, fuck. She got it. I was like, no, she got it. She got it. All right, so I'm fighting for second place. I got you. So. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck. Because <laughs> mine, uh, what I kept with mine, I tried to think of it in the sense of like, how the hell are they going to put this into the MCU? And all that. It this is kind of the best I could come up with. It's basically the idea of you know, it's blade, like we make all the previous blades canon in the MCU. And then we fast forward to where it is now, and he's like, you know, we have Wesley Snipes, the older, more grizzled blade, who's just still going and hunting vampires, but by himself at this point, because everyone's kind of spread out now. Things of you know. Things have happened. People have died. He's kind of old. He's bitter. Kind of like Wolverine from Logan. Kind of thing. But then uh, he, in the middle of his vampire hunting, he actually finds a young a young boy in the same vein as how Wesler found him. Stacking up blood and he realizes that he's just like him. And despite that, he takes him in and then he starts training him to become basically Blade 2.0. And that new Blade it's Mahershala Ali. And then through that, it's like through that, they start to uh, deal with some of the vampire mess that's been going on around, but they have a few runnings with like Daredevil in them. Because of course, in their eyes, they're just killing people. They don't know that he's killing vampires. And through that, like, I don't have the full plot, but at the end, Wesley Snipes ends up dying and it's very emotional and he basically passed the torch off to Mahershala Ali. And then from then, he takes on the role as Blade, who is, you know, he has the knowledge of all that that way. In my version, we could have 
reverence to the old films, no matter how good or bad they are, while still leaving room for an expansion for whatever they're going to do in the MCU, because I have no idea. I have not been paying attention. All that much. You know what's funny about your pitch? I was literally going to do something just like that, because uh, in the comics, apparently Blade does have a daughter. Really? Yes. Oh, God. So I was actually going to do that, but I'm like, ah. Nah, because Blade, Blade is never, like, we clearly know he's Marvel, but it's always like he's his own agent. Like, if you didn't tell somebody he's part of Marvel, it's not like the first thing that comes to people's minds kind of thing. That's like true. when you think Hulk, you think Marvel. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's for true. some reason, when it comes to Blade, people are like, is he Marvel? It's like, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I could, a lot of times I think of Blade in the same realm of like invincible. Like, it's just kind of its own thing. Very, and you know, with with my pitch, here's I don't know if you guys ever saw the uh, the unrated version. So there's actually a scene at the end of the credits where Blade is supposedly dead, but he wakes up in the morgue while they're about to do their autopsy, his autopsy, and he it, it fades to black, so you never know what's about to happen here. But he goes towards the person who's going to cut him open, and. I guess the idea is that he attacks her. So that's where I got the idea where it's like, you actually don't know what he did to that lady. That's true. Mm. That is true with the CGI's. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, it just fades to black. And I, she might have screamed. I think she does scream. But yeah, it fades to black. You do not know what happens. And then it goes to Ryan Reynolds narrating, you know, Blade you know, was still a human, blah, 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 but, uh, or his human heart is what kept him alive, but you really don't know what happened in that, in that, like, 13 second scene. Right. Because I was also going to try to bring back uh, the black lady from the first, the first movie, but I'm like, uh, no, it's not going to work for her, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like, I'm pretty... Yeah, I was like, I forgot about her and my pitch too. So I was like, it's fine. Nobody, <laughs> nobody gives a damn about the original. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's no one cares about the season one and video. Good. She, she, she was, she was really good. Out of the female, out of the she three females in the movie, she was actually probably the best. The best one. Yeah, because uh, the other one was yeah, just Frost's girlfriend, and I, I don't, And the other one was the fat <laughs> that we call Pearl. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So who's the <laughs> worst one? Who's the, who's the best one? Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, this was so good that the you know you guys kind of just um tied for a second, you know, just so we don't have to hurt anybody's feelings. I'll take right. that. Okay. I'll take it. Also, I your guys could be like mashed this. together. Your guys' concepts could be mashed together. Yeah. Honestly, I think so. I think so. I mean, I want old man Blade because that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want one thing I don't want, I don't mind Mahasha Ali doing it. Like, I have no problem with it. My thing is, I want a send-off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I don't want, I love Wesley Snipes' Blade, but I don't want Wesley Snipes to go out on Blade 3. That's just my thing. Like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I strongly feel like there needs to be some type of 
send out some type of acknowledgement of Wesley Steps as Blade. Because barring the third movie, however you felt, he was really good in the first two movies. It did a great job depicting him. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's the point where, man, I don't see nobody that's playing Blade. Like and see, Blade. that's why I had to specifically mm-hmm. say this takes place shortly after the third movie, because I'm with you guys. If I'm going to do something like that, I would rather send him off, or it has to be very close to that third movie. Right, right, right. Right. Where it makes sense. Right. Alright. I'll be right back. Um, Trill, do what you gotta do. Plug. I guess you want to end the show, but if you got your last words. Yeah. Um, just follow me on Instagram and on uh, X, not Twitter, at underscore true underscore XO. That's where you can find me. Miss, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Let me make sure I see the right one. Uh, at A-O-I-M-I-S-T underscore G-F-1. Oh yeah, my turn. Uh, well, you can find me over on uh, Twitch and YouTube at uh, the Loveless Gamer. All right, and last but not least, we're gonna find you at. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 That's good because I stream (laughs) at least twice a week, brother. At least Tuesdays for sure, and the third and the second day, which is usually depending on how I feel that week. But it's usually always on Tuesdays. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Unique Loveless G if you want to hear me gush about Sonic music for like five hours. Oh, I, I love, love it. the Sonic Sonic Mania music. I'm gonna check out some of the streams. What up? What what up? Ooh. Right, what games have you been uh, streaming week? mainly? Lately, I'm trying we're about to get done with uh, Sonic Advance 3, and then they're about we're about to vote on the next game that we're going to play because I'm doing something non-Sonic because I'm... I need to give that bar a break. I've been playing like four games in a row. I need to give him a break. Alright. Um, okay. Everybody, everybody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so, yeah, Mac, you're just in time to plug you in, in yeah, the yeah. show. You came back just in time. Alright, I'm Mac. Uh, make sure you come follow me at TampaBuckFan88. Uh, follow us on um, follow us on um, if, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, which you will, watch this. Um, watch, um, go to um, GF1 Studios on Twitch or the Yang Fixers on YouTube, and you can go follow us there and go watch our it's excellent, fun content. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming out. Um, we're coming, we're, we're eventually going to come out with a cartoon. Eventually, going to do it. We're working on that right now. Um, and um, we got a lot of pre-tape stuff that we're going to have on um on Digital Beatdown and uh Gamer Grudge. We're going to have the Christmas episode Gamer Grudge. We got that. We also have a digital beatdown, finally, of Star Wars versus Star Trek. So if you want to watch, if you're a Star Wars or Star Trek fan, make sure you come watch that episode because it's going to be fun and heated. Oof, I got to be on that episode, right? I'm a huge Star Wars fan and Star Trek fan. Well, you can be as a judge because we got two people already fighting. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going to judge some shit. Well, Not you the judge. Be You'll be on that one, so we'll let you be a judge. All right, but that's yeah. all. That's all I have to say, people. We'll, we'll see you next time on the next. Oh yeah, who won? So, Miss, you get to pick the next film. Oh, we're not. Good. We're not doing. I'm gonna get you sucker first. Oh yeah, we can do our. Oh yeah, let's do. I'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah. So that's what we're doing so, next. No so wait. I, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we can do that. I guess I'm picking the next one after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, don't don't leave the show without picking something. Well, I had an idea in mind. 
But you know what? I have another idea in mind. Since we're talking about black superheroes and we're talking about Spawn, what if we do Black Dynamite? <laughs> Y'all thought I was going to say Spawn, right? right? Dynamite, yeah. Uh, uh, dynamite. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I really want this Black Dynamite. Is so wait, good. wait. Say it again. Say it again. My, my phone, an alert came to black I dynamite. chose Black Dynamite. I'll say it how we're talking about Black superheroes and we're talking about Spawn, and then I said we're going to do Black Dynamite. Oh, you switched it. That's hilarious. Dynamite. I love it. Oh, baby. Dynamite. I love it. Yeah. Oh, like, dynamite. Like, dynamite. Like, before we show, uh, turn off here, is Black Dynamite a perfect movie? Do we consider this a perfect movie? Alexa, stop music. I might have to rewatch it. I got, been, I, got, uh, I got to watch it again. It's been over a minute. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. That's 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 a, that's that's that'd be a good way to intro it, though. Miss, I'll tell you, if I turn my head right now, I see you right now. Right? You better, you better, uh, that part had me on the floor laughing when he went straight off on that woman. He said, I'm presenting you. I got somebody this year. You got me going upstairs. And it didn't help her name was Euphoria. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for her. <laughs> Honeybee was right beside her. It just like she was looking like it was really? Honeybee and that other Gloria. Both yeah, of them were Honeybee right was right. looking at her like really. <laughs> Gloria was looking like, uh, maybe I need to go. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that hell out of here, <laughs> motherfucker. Come kill us. <laughs> but it's also kind of to celebrate a different version of Black Dynamite that isn't out yet. The cowboy version. Oh man, that's gonna be funny as hell. I want to watch that so bad. When does that one come out? When does that come out? When was it? Uh, shit. For those of you who don't know, if you have seen Black Dynamite, the same person who did Black Dynamite is literally doing the Wild West version of the same movie. I think Michael Jackson like, directed it. Yeah, yeah it's like, it, I think it's all the same people. No, Michael yeah, Jackson was... back, right? Was that Outlaw Charlie Black or is that one? I think that's who it is. Outlaw, yeah, Outlaw. What's what that thing? Damn, I didn't notice he has seven kids. Fuck. Yeah, he got a lot of babies. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of kids. Uh, but have um, you seen him? Wouldn't you have his baby too? This is true. Yeah, there ain't no problem with that. Yeah, like if he kicked in your wow. door and said spread him, you would not argue. Outlaw Johnny Black, that's who it is. And no, Michael John White is directing it. Probably. Bad. That's all I need. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see who did Black Dynamite. Black Friday? Oh, yeah. He also was in Black Friday. Yeah, right. Black. He needs to be in there somewhere. You said what? <laughs> like, Michael Jai White needs way more recognition than what he gets. Actually, here's the funny thing. Black Dynamic was directed by Black Cat, Black Director. So, Scott Sanders. Uh, but seriously, man. everything I've ever seen him in, even Spawn, which is not the best movie, but I love it. No, regardless. 
he's always been really good news. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun to watch. He really is. And you know, if he if Spawn was part of Marvel, I definitely would have added him because I always wanted to see a Blade Spawn crossover. Yeah, I would suck. Man, that would be uh that would be gas, bro. Plus, Michael J. White and Wesley Snipes kinda had the same kind of acting shtick. Like I, I feel like their chemistry will be out of this world. Yes, like they, they I think really Jamie would, Fox like, is supposed to play the new uh, Spawn. Jamie Fox? Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, I, I, I gotta see how that, I gotta see how. That yeah, works. I would have to see that before I criticize it, but it don't sound right. But Jamie Fox can be very surprising. Bro, you played Ray. Yes, because that you makes watch sense. you watch Ray right now. You can't tell me that's not Ray Charles. I know it is. Like, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm just saying, can I picture him as Spawn? Yeah, because for every Ray, there's an Electro. Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it, people. Um, we'll see you next time on the next White Film Talk. Bye. Bye. Ooh, gang, 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 gang. Hey, you want to listen to Chip watch Chef One Live? <laughs> I got the site for you. Make sure you go to YouTube and click She Go Click The Game Fixers on YouTube or GF1 Studios on Twitch. Or you can go to Facebook and look at GF1. Just look up GF1 anywhere and you'll get our content live. I'm telling you guys, it's worth the time. Go watch it. Go watch our stuff. It's going to be fun. We're even funny when you look at us through the camera. It's even more hilarious. And I promise you, you'll get more laughter by watching this more than you listen to us. Also, make sure you go, uh, if you are you're a fan, make sure you, you go um, you go follow our go follow us at GG Gang Fixers. And if you want our mini stuff, our mini videos, our background videos, Make sure you go follow our TikTok at GF1 Studios. Thanks for listening. Be good. Be make sure you um, keep playing video games and be yourself, people. We'll see you.